What's up, guys? Welcome to week three of the Overwatch Weekly presented by com. I'm your host, JT, and I've followed with my uh, editor-in-chief, Tyler Haynes. What's going on, my friends? What's going on, guys? How you doing? How's your week been? How's your past couple weeks been? Uh, it's been all right. You know, just enjoying these matches, seeing where it's, uh, everything's going. I just watched the uh, CSGO Regional Championship with uh, Cloud9 and FaZe, and Cloud9 with the upset. It was absolutely epic. Me and 1.1 a million of my friends watched that together on Twitch. So, Yeah, I was at uh, I was at my father-in-law, so I didn't get to see it. I saw the news that Cloud9 pulled the upset. That's pretty sweet. It, considering, was, it was really cool. Yeah, considering uh, Europe pretty much dominates in CSGO, it's, it's pretty cool to see an American team in. Mm-hmm. But before we even get started, guys, I want to apologize for not getting an episode out last week. The episode was actually recorded, but by the time I finished recording and before I sent it to Tyler, I noticed there was just a constant hum in the background. I have no idea what was causing that, and I didn't want to release that. And Tyler also did not want to release that, so that's why you didn't see an episode last week. But from here on out, you should see weekly episodes. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, before we get started with talking about week three matches. I just want to go through some uh, some kind of major news that happened um, and going into week two. First thing was XQC was suspended. For those of you that don't know, he he apparently had made a homophobic slur about Muma, who is an openly gay, on one of his Twitch streams. And the league suspended him for four games. And I believe they fined him some kind of money. I'm not, I'm not 100%, but I'm sure he was fined and then suspended. And then Dallas went on and suspended him for the rest of Stadwin. So, and here, here's the thing. I don't, and Tyler may disagree, If whether you agree with what he said or not or whether you think what he said was offensive or not. I know Muma came out and said there was no harm, no foul. Um, try to be smarter than that. You you have to know that you can't say stupid stupid stuff like that. Right. I mean, you're, on, I mean, you're out in the spotlight now. It's just like any other, like if any NFL player said something like that. It's. I mean, I feel like it's the same thing, you know. Yeah, and and I mean, like I said, regardless, yeah, Muma came out and said that it's no harm, no foul, and a lot of fans think that because Muma said it was okay that he shouldn't be suspended. Um, I th- I th- I think all of stage one personally is a little excessive, but again, it's uh, especially with today's climate as far as that's going. You gotta you've got to be smarter than that, and I, I think. I think really he should be suspended for stage one just because of his stupidity, personally. <laughs> right. But okay, and so that's all. I, that's all I really have to say. Do you have anything to say about that? No, I mean it's just you're in a different spotlight now. You can't just be even if it was in joking fun, and I think it was even on his own stream or something like that. He it was, and it's just you can't you can't do that, dude. You're on a different spotlight now. You're a professional player. You can't you can't be doing that. Alrighty, so um, that's going. We're just going to drop that. It's it's old news, anyways. I just felt like we should bring it up and talk about it because we didn't get to talk about it. And also, an, another thing we missed that we didn't get to talk about last week is Shanghai re- released a statement about their slow start. And I'm gonna just gonna go ahead and read probably this whole statement just because I think it'll make more sense to the fans, maybe the ones that didn't see the statement or didn't read it themselves. So. Um, if you'll just give me a couple minutes, Tyler, I'm just going to go ahead and read it real quick. All right. All right. So this is the statement from, 
I believe it's the league manager. Let me let me double before I get started. I don't want to be incorrect, Mundo. Yeah. Okay, I think it just it just says the Shanghai Dragon, so we'll just assume it's someone from the Shanghai Dragon League statement. Anyways, it goes as Overwatch League inaugural season launch has gone to week two, and we didn't bring out the performance that players expected in the past three matches. I am here to offer my sincere apology to all fans of the Shanghai Dragons and Overwatch. I'm the first to blame and responsible for less than stellar results. I am sorry to have disappointed all the players. We recognize our problems, disadvantages, and current status of Shanghai Dragons. In the meantime, we appreciate all the suggestions from Overwatch players, and we need time and space to tackle these problems. Accordingly, we will focus on our teamwork, contractually training... Is that a contract? Okay, yeah, I think that's right. Contractually <laughs> training on all positions, game strategy, execution, and planning. Mentally, sorry, mentality adjustment of our players and in-game communication. These current issues and problems will be given highest priority in our daily training schedule instead of repetitive training. We had one session on adjusting mentality for players after last week's games, and we will assist our players on their mentality issues whenever, whenever it is needed. We realize it is crucial for our players to play with their true potential in a stable state of mind. We understand and are grateful for your concern on the training schedule of the Shanghai Dragon. I'm here to provide a holistic introduction to our approach. Daily training starts at 1030 and ends at midnight. I'm assuming that's Pacific Standard Time. Right. That's still a long time for training, though. Golly. Yeah, that just hit. <laughs> that's like six. That's 14 hours of training. Right. Okay. Anyway which includes breakfast, lunch, dinner, and break meals are handled and delivered by our local support specialist, and players commute by our cars between the practice room and Shanghai Dragon's own bears. In terms of nutrition and tastes of our players, while far away from home, our local support specialist makes sure that there is at least one meal that is Chinese cuisine every day, which includes a variety of Shanghai, Hunan, and I'm not even – it's Sichuan. Genres of cuisine. With a reasonable amount of training time ensured, the management team has also developed plans regarding life issues for the well-being and health concern of our players, both physically and mentally. For example, casual and game-related English lessons, team building, and mental assistance. We understand that you are blaming us because you want us to be better, but we also hope that you will acknowledge the existence of rumors that are simply not true. We also recognize that there is a lack of time for physical exercise in our current training schedule. However, we are planning them and will share with you when more news is available. The Shanghai Dragons, more than anyone, are looking forward to our first victory, as well as seeing our players shining bright on the stage. To achieve this goal, the team, coaching team, and the players will work together to solve problems we are facing now. Even though the future matched... Hold on, I'm... I think there's a typo in there. Even though the future matches will be an uphill battle for us, we promise that we will be positive and take all advice and suggestions bravely and enhance our speed in improving ourselves. We believe that given time, Shanghai Dragons will be a remarkable team. So that ends the statement. Um, I had listened on a stream. I think there's – and that could have been the rumor that they're talking about or not true, but I had heard on a stream the commentators in one of the matches saying there's some of the players are pretty homesick. Which I can I can I can yeah, honestly I mean, see that they're they're way far away from home yeah. right now. But 
Uh, I don't know. I think they'll get it together. I think the entire league wants wants to see them get it, get it together and get a win. I don't like I said. Like I said. Like we said in in week one, no one wants to see a team be terrible. Mm-mm. It's just not, it's not good for the league and it's not good for the sport. So, but anyways, the same day or the day after, the esports writer on Twitter, which is Fion on Fire, I don't at at Fion on Fire. He he writes for ESPN Esports. He said he asked the Shanghai Dragons coach if they had any plans for picking up players midseason, and the coach responded, uh, "Quote: We definitely have a plan. With the league rules, we cannot say who or what. When we are allowed to, we will announce our plan." End quote. So they've got a plan. That's, I think they're probably going to scout players. Um, whether or not they'll be, I think the whole team is Chinese, and I think that's what they're trying to do was with with the Shanghai Dragons is keep the team Chinese. So right. maybe maybe they need to look into expanding out of China and actually picking up some some talent elsewhere as opposed to trying to be yeah, bringing some like fresh faces and you know fresh um, interaction for the team. I mean, I understand yeah. you're trying to make it as as homey as you can, but it's yeah. it's not working. Yeah, well, also, I mean, another thing you got to think take into consideration too is maybe they can only speak. I guess Mandarin would be the Chinese dialect, right? And I mean, it, it'd be real hard to pick up like someone from Norway and have him jump in and play with a team that he can't even properly communicate with. Yeah, so that yeah, makes sense. So that's the only two like kind of big pieces of news we we missed. So from here, I guess we can jump into week three, which was just it was upset week. Yes, it was. This was probably the most fun, the most fun week of Overwatch we've seen. I mean, it's only three weeks in, but still, we had we had three upsets, and all three of them went to uh, map five. Mm-hmm. So, and then Houston still. Houston continued their four and zero week, so that that's always good. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah, Los Angeles kind of. Well, they picked it up this week, but yeah, all right. So let's... I mean, we we played San Francisco. No way, this isn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you're you're way off. You yeah, played was... the glad. You played the Battle of L.A. on Wednesday, yeah, and we won that because I mean, can't be beat. Um, sorry, I was looking at the wrong page on my on my app here, which I still love this app way too much. Let's see, Battle for LA, and they hyped that up a whole lot, and it wasn't that big of a... It was five. Let's see, where am I at? Oh, there it is. Yeah, I went to map five, but like it... I don't know, I was excited for that game. I didn't watch it as much as I wanted to. I watched Boston beat London. Um, and then I think I watched... I mean, and I watched the Dal and the Boston beat Dallas on Saturday. Okay, yeah. Because I wasn't yes. going to attempt to watch uh, Valiant versus Florida because that's just a no-brainer. Who's going to win that one? Yeah, I watched um, the Battle for LA this week. Then I watched Boston beat London, and then I watched Philadelphia beat New York, and then I watched Houston and Florida while I was at the gym. Dude, I, so I, I still watched... can't believe Philadelphia beat New York. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I. I now I don't even know what that, as far as the standings, which we'll get into um, here in a here in a bit. So let's jump into Wednesday, I guess. Wednesday we had the shock against London, which uh, London pretty much handled it. I mean, they dropped a map, but they still won pretty handily. And Shanghai and Seoul, Shanghai actually took a map from Seoul. I was kind of surprised. Right. 
Shanghai, I know that that's the one, that's the first game of a whole game of Shanghai that I've actually watched. And Shanghai actually has some moment of greatness sprinkled in. If they could string some of them out through a match, it they they could start they could start picking up a win here or there. So, and then the Battle of L.A., which was entertaining, it went to a map five. Was, and then third, it's always fun to watch these. I know we've said it like in week one, but it's always fun to watch the watch parties' reactions for some of these games. Valiant yeah, they had, was one of them. They had a good one, and then I want to say it was Dallas. Dallas Fuel had a. Uh, yeah, they had one this week too. That was so awesome. I just I don't know. I really wish they'd bring it here somehow, some way. Yeah, even like somewhere close by. I mean, Cincinnati, Atlanta, either one of them. But the the real the real matches to watch this were in the middle of the week, and that was Boston versus London and Philadelphia versus New York on Thursday. And those matches were just excitement, just nonstop excitement. Mm. And we we got to see two upsets and two map fives. And I mean, it was just fun. It was fun to watch. The crowd was involved. That's like that's that's just what it should always. Be. I mean, not even necessarily be that close on every game, but it, it should always be fun to watch. And then, I mean, that's yeah. what they're trying to do and everything. I mean, this week brought it's just complete upset after upset after upset. Absolutely. And then um, Thursday night you had obviously you had a Houston four zero Florida. I've got to say though, Florida is the most entertaining team to watch when they walk out. Yeah, they their dance moves and everything they do. Their dance moves when they played Houston, they actually had one guy on their shoulders and he was acting like he was driving a car, and the other five t- people were the car. See, that's that's what you need to do, man. I mean, I, I guess if you're going to be bad, you might as well have fun. Yeah, own it, own it, you know. Doing the but they're they're really not bad. Again, they only have they only have six players. They can't make any subs. They can't. I, I and I I reached out to one of the players and asked him. I was like. Um, you and Philadelphia are like the only two teams that have players. Um, I'm just I'm just curious as to why I, I don't I don't I didn't know. And all I did was like the tweet without giving me an actual response. So I was like, Thanks, guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Thanks for that. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a little bit of insight into into what's going on there. <laughs> Anyways, but actually, someone did actually reach out after that, and he said Philadelphia actually he believes has more than six players. Uh, just the other players on their team are under 18, so they can't compete yet. Um, so they're breeding them, getting them ready. Yeah, pretty much. But I and he said Florida was that was one team before they broke into their into the uh, franchising. They were a team together, and I guess they he said his best guess was they just haven't found any players to gel with. That you know they didn't want to break the chemistry up just for the sake of adding players. I'm with you. I mean, that makes sense. Which I can see that too, but I can also see that what you've got going now isn't working. Maybe you probably should try to break the chemistry up and rebuild it. Right. You know. But that's neither here nor there. Friday, you know, Friday was a pretty good matchup. You had New York and Seoul. Both teams are all Korean. By the way, I'm pretty sure New York is an all Korean team. And we didn't get to see Pine. I was a little disappointed when I was taught when I recorded my week two match, I said Pine come out and show out and jump Fleta for the MVP race, but when you don't see him, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to make. I wonder what the the game time decision was for that. I don't know. They kept they kept thinking maybe we would see him on control, and uh, I guess they I don't I guess uh, New York doesn't like Pine on the control map they had, which was here. I can pull it up real quick and tell you. 
the well, it's not going to tell us what. I believe the control map was Oasis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because con- control is always map three, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so the control map was Oasis, and I guess they don't like him on Oasis. So that's 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 pretty much that. And then um, you actually had oh I didn't see this until just now, but you actually had Shanghai almost Shanghai forced a map five on Philadelphia Friday night. So that's that's pretty interesting. I didn't pay any attention till just now. So they obviously picked it up. Um, maybe they're picking up some steam. Maybe we'll see a win. Yeah, they uh, the within the coming weeks. Oh no, they won't win Thursday night. Oh yeah, we'll probably we'll get next week. <laughs> I, I kind of pre I kind of looked at the schedule ahead of time, and they yeah, yeah not, they got they're a- not going to win next week. Oh, but you had Dallas finally pick up a win, so that's that's good for them. But then they turned around Saturday and lost in a in a in a map five that looked like they could they could have pulled it out. They but. they seem like they're they're starting to understand what they need to be doing and, and you know what tactic they need to use. And feel like I feel like they're starting to mesh more as a team and I mean you can see it with their gameplay and how much they've you know won the first game this week and then they almost beat Boston on Saturday. So they they know what they're doing now, I feel like. Just give them just to give them a couple more games. I feel like we'll start seeing a good Dallas team. Yeah, I agree. I think they're kinda I think they're kind of doing like what Houston did during the first week. Um, I was when I was watching one of the Houston matches. They were it was the pregame to the match, and they were talking about how in the first week Houston was kind of letting everyone on their team get some playing time, and so maybe they at that time maybe were playing their best players because they just wanted everyone to get some playing time. And then going into week two, Houston actually set a lineup, and they pretty much stuck with that and played more strategically. So maybe Dallas is getting into that mode to where they're finally figuring out what what combinations of players work well. All right. So maybe we should we I'm thinking we'll, we'll we should see them start to pick up here because roster wise they're not near as bad as what their as what their uh, record shows. Right. So, and then uh, you had Los Angeles beat Florida, which not a surprise there. Yeah. And then uh, Houston actually four would the Gladiators, so that makes. Four straight matches that Houston has 4-0'd the team they're playing. Mm, they're just looking like a powerhouse. Yeah, so they're 16-0 over the past two weeks. Mm. But, they but just they've lost, also lost uh, uh, the week before. Yeah, but they, you got to look. They played the Gladiators, who are on and off. Florida, who is we agree is bad. Shanghai, who we agree is bad. And Dallas, who is on the upswing, but during that time they were still pretty bad. Yeah, it looks like week one they, they lost to Philadelphia in a match five, and then they lost to New York. So, Yeah. Which is that, and it's still, you know, them getting their, their feet wet. It was the first week, so. Yeah. And I think they're on the upswing. I think they're probably right around where they're supposed to be now. So um, that was the matches for that week. Was there anything other than the upset that stuck out to you that was interesting? No, those were – those are pretty much the only ones. I mean, of course, we talked about the um, – if I could get, scroll back down to it. With um, the New York – I mean, of course, I feel like – I don't know if you agree with me or not. I thought the the match to watch was uh, uh, Seoul versus uh, New York. Excuse me? Yeah, I feel yeah, like that's what that I had was, said. That was just a great game. I mean, they went – I think they went to uh, – yeah, they went to match five. 
Yeah, they, it was a it was a it was a map five, which they were, they were one and two respectively going into I believe. Yeah. So, but other than that, those were the only ones that that stuck out. And I really wanted to, you know, I watched the majority of the Battle for LA, but it's kind of hard when it the match starts at ten o'clock here. Yeah, they need to move them over mm-hmm. because on the if you think it's starting at ten o'clock Central Time, so it, that's eleven o'clock mm. on the East Coast. Come on, yeah, like that? Have yeah, to they reevaluate that. They need to move them back to where it starts at nine o'clock central, ten o'clock east coast. You know, then it's still still like eight o'clock. I mean, it's an eight o'clock start right. in L.A. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting when they actually split up and start doing home and away matches. How they're able to schedule these? Yeah, that would be a curious question because you you'll have some matches like if say if they're playing in and they've got a match in L.A. If the L.A. match starts at 8 and the New York match starts at 10, how do you watch both of them? Or how do you just, you know, I mean, obviously you decide based on who you cheer for. Right. But they're playing at the exact same time. So are you going to have multiple streams? Are you going to have them to where the L.A. teams start early? Or the new or the East Coast teams start early? How? I mean, I don't know. I'll be interested to see it. Yeah, I'm with you. And then you've also got to take into consideration Seoul and Shanghai after a certain after a certain time of the day, they're pretty much in the future because mm-hmm. it's like they're like. Oh, so how would you even have home and away matches for them? I don't know. I guess the. I mean, they're both in the Pacific side, so I just want to have the West Coast teams flying across the ocean, right? To play, I, that's going to suck. That's going to be rough on on both the on the Pacific coast because even because they're either going to have to fly over or you're going to have to fly to them. That's a, I guess a lot of traveling yeah. and a lot of money. I guess fly early and hope you can get through the uh, get through the jet lag. Yep, get through customs and all the good stuff. Yep. What uh, what matches you got? We got going on for this week. All right, well you're you're jumping oh, ahead. Oh, jumping ahead. Yeah, let's, yeah, we got to talk about standings. <laughs> and actually, unless this hasn't been updated, which I'm going to assume it has, as it's Sunday night that we're recording this, so. Oh, actually still in first place. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Tied with New York. Both oh. of them are 5-1. and one. Um, Seoul is obviously leading the Pacific. New York. Um, Atlantic. Tied, tied with London at 5-1 and one over the Atlantic, but mm-hmm. they got New York listed above them, so I'm assuming if if uh, season ended today, New York, would, New York would get the nod. Yeah. But, and so you got, I'm just going to read them off 1 through 12, and we'll talk about it. You got Seoul, New York, Houston at four, L.A., Valiant, Mm -hmm. Philadelphia, Boston, Gladiators, Shock, Dallas, Florida, and Shanghai. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I'm I'm glad Houston, you know, is up with a fourth. Yeah, they're they're actually fourth. Yeah, and then Valiant. So, which I looked at another standings and some, maybe it was the power rankings. They had Philadelphia above Houston. I think maybe because Philadelphia beat Houston. Yeah. But. Standing wise, their Philadelphia is ranked six. I'm sure Houston be sixteen and zero. The past two weeks helps their standings because obviously every map counts. Oh, we're so, coming for you, baby. Well, you're gonna have to wait gonna, till I looked ahead of time. Horns. I looked ahead of time to, so that me and you could get together and do like a little watch party together, and they don't actually play until uh, until uh, stage two. So, you know, what we could do we could because you know I'm getting that stuff, so we can actually probably stream that on our uh, website and social media. Stuff. 
Oh, uh, like watching like, our reactions? And yeah, stuff. like a watch along party. Oh, that would be pretty fun. See, beer galore. Hopefully, it's a Saturday because that would just be absolutely excellent. Um, let me jump. Let me jump a little further forward. Keep uh, some. You're talking there, and I'll be able to tell you. You know, we, we talk about the website. We've got other podcasts, um, Hero Cravings. If you're into any of the superhero TV shows, uh, no matter what they are, if you can go to our podcast page. It's just um, nerdwide.com. You can also go to our website, search up all of our stuff. Um, quick little plug there. Um, I don't know, guys. You know What, what other segments would you like to hear from us um, going forward? What, what else would you like uh, this this podcast for you we bring you the standings every week we bring you the matches every week and we also bring you the match uh especially for us to look forward to we could even you know break down player stats and stuff like that if that's what y'all want just let us know uh you could follow our twitter at nerd underscore what let us know there just at me bro all right thanks so <laughs> i've i'm worked my way through stage four and it looks like they play each other two times and the first time they play oh thank god they play okay the one saturday that we'll get to watch them is june the 9th mm, they play oh they play march 8th that's thursday night though yes and then oh. they play in stage three on wednesday we'll have to, we'll have to eyeball it as we get closer to it and talk about it a little bit more yep all right so let's jump into week four and talk about the what we're, the matches we're looking forward to um, there's really, I don't really see any great, oh, still London, obviously Thursday at eight o'clock. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Philadelphia and Dallas. Uh, I think that would be a good game. Uh, I'm being real hopeful for Dallas. Uh, Shanghai, yeah. uh, Seoul and Houston still be a good one. Yeah. That's the one I'm going to watch just for personal, but. Oh, we play, oh, Boston and Valiant play each other Saturday night. Oh, that'll be fun for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but as like an analyst standpoint, uh, I have to, I'm gonna have to go with you and say, um, yeah, London and Seoul. That'd yeah, be the, I mean, the if you just want to watch, if you just want to watch good Overwatch, that's that's the match to watch. Yeah. Um, then there's obviously there's some lesser matches that look interesting, like you said, Philadelphia and Dallas, just because um, we're trying to watch Dallas kind of bring. Pull it back together. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about uh, Mr. Wild himself. Olsen was at an Overwatch match. Oh yeah, and we were totally going. Yeah, he was <laughs> uh, spotted at the at. Is it? I don't know. Is it called Blizzard Studios or uh, Overwatch Blizzard Studios or Entertainment? Something. Yeah, it's it's their you know site. Yeah, um, he was spotted, and the tweet indicated that he was a Soul fan. But he he was wearing no specific team's yeah. attire, so I'm wondering if maybe the girl that took the picture was a soul fan herself and just kind of projected his fandom, her fandom onto him. I mean, you never know. That's he awesome. Though, we're fan, seeing but... celebrities start to to get into this. I mean, and then we got news on I think it was Friday that Sour Patch and T-Mobile are now partners with Overwatch League. Yeah, and I actually saw that the they they were they were pretty proud on the second stream of their T-Mobile partnership. Every time they went to a break, they were talking about how they were T-Mobile was their mobile partner hmm. for Overwatch. I think that's awesome. I just, you I mean, if you start getting like bigger name brands like that to partner with, obviously the league's going to keep going up. Period. Yeah. And you have, 
you have Dallas that's sponsored by Jack in the Box. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but it's dead center on their jersey right above Dallas or right above there. And I'm starting to see like a lot of the teams like we talked about in week zero that um, a lot of the teams are doing a bunch of advertising on billboards in downtown of their cities and everything. So they're yeah. definitely trying to to get them going. And of course, I love Boston, hate the Patriots, but the uprising has been tweeting at the Patriots to tell them you know they get their support and have fun at the Super Bowl and everything. But yeah, they're also owned by the same owner group. So yeah, well that that could be why that would be happening. I'm sure I'm sure Bob Kraft is known like you better tweet your support or or I'll, I'll fire the team. Or I don't know. <laughs> I'm but, getting a new manager now. Yeah, <laughs> but. But that leads us. We we, we discussed this for a minute. We got we got some time. Um, what is? How long do you think it'll be before we see Overwatch on the TV? We talked about this earlier, and I've said that we probably will definitely see the playoffs. I would assume on like TBS. Yeah. TBS is the is the channel that tends to have it E League and all that, right? Yeah. They they usually do CS:GO. They do PUBG, H1Z1 occasionally, like on Friday yeah. nights when you know their normal programming's not airing. Uh, I, I want to say next year would be like the the safe zone. Of course, I mean I, I agree with you. The playoffs will probably for sure because they're getting all these numbers rake in from everything. Easily the playoffs, just because you're going to find these TV services be like, we want to be the first ones to grab them, so everyone's coming to our channel. It, it's a smart business wise, if you ask me. Um, I don't know, like regular season, hopefully next year. It would just depend on how they they do it, especially with the home and away um, aspect of the teams and the games. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, yeah, I'm with you. Playoffs this year, hopefully. Like my, I want to say my safe answer. My safe answer would be two years from now. Yeah. Two seasons from now. I'll be the safe answer because you're building everything up. I think what they'll do is they'll – if they do playoffs this season, they, they'll – Look at the numbers and look at still see people are still from Twitch or what because you have to understand that a lot of people don't have cable anymore. You don't really need it, especially for uh, our esports. You've got Twitch and you've got MLG TV, so yeah, I don't know. And um, uh, I think which you you actually had uh, sent an article in our Discord about um, week one actually outperformed Thursday night football. I guess was it did they outperform Thursday night football for that particular week? Yeah, it was that week. Okay, yeah. So they outperformed Thursday night football, which I don't know what the matchup for that Thursday night was. So it could have been a bad matchup or it's, anything. Even if it's a bad matchup, you have to understand here in America, like it's. And I know, me and you've talked about this. Uh, it's it's a big football country. And, yeah. And for and American football, it. not so, I mean, yeah, we're not talking like American like football. Yeah, we're not talking uh, the rest of the world's version of football, which we call soccer. Yeah, but. So. It's, it's it, it, that just blew my mind. I was so happy to see that because it's, I, it just shows that this sport is going to take over the world, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, I okay, sorry, I've gotten like three different th- trains of thoughts. So I'm a, I'm going to give you my idea, and then I want to talk about uh, maybe some potential expansion. Okay. So I'm thinking what we'll see is we'll de- as I think we'll definitely see the playoffs on TBS this year. Especially with the viewership, the way it's going, they're running an average. Every time I log on, it's no less than 150,000 mm-hmm. watching just on the English stream. And it's on Twitch. You're not including the people watching it on OverwatchLeague.com or the other oh, streams. Geez. I think they, yeah, I think they've got a Korean stream on Twitch also. 
and I think they might have a Ru- they don't have a Russian stream. I know they've got a Korean stream also on. I'd be curious to to pop in on the the Korean one just to see the the viewer the viewership. Yeah, and so then I think possibly next year what we'll see is kind of like a match of the week, and that because mm-hmm. because if you look at individual matches, nothing for you could easily make a one hour program. On a yeah. featured match and put it on TV if you wanted, because it most matches take about an hour to an hour and a half, anyways. By the time you figure in commentary before the game, the halftime, post commentary, um, they they always interview one the star of the match after the game is over. You could easily turn that into a one hour match and throw it up there. Um, that would probably take a little bit of of work between Blizzard and uh, just assume TBS will be the partner because they're who. In America, plays the esport, puts the esports on TV, right? And because you would you would have to have the match of the week either be a Saturday or a Friday, and it would have to be that same time every week. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I th- I think we could see something like that, and I think it would be like that for a while, just because TBS has their own shows to watch, and it would be hard to get five hours of Overwatch on TBS four days a week. You, I, yeah, I, I, I honestly can't. But I can see a match of the week. Like over here when we have um, uh, Premier League, which is on NBC Sports, their English Premier League soccer, they always have the match against NBC in the early mornings on Saturdays. But And then you can catch a few of the games, but it's always the match of the week is the one that you can easily watch because it's on NBC Channel 2 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, And I think you could see something like that which I would be that would be amazing. No esport is on TV regularly. Right. You'll have you'll have major tournaments like E League, the majors will be on TBS or um, major like the big H one Z one tournaments. Rocket League I think has been on there a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But it, it would be pretty cool to see like to know that okay, every day every Friday at eight o'clock on TBS there's gonna be Overwatch on T V. That would that would be a huge step for the sport in general. Mm-hmm. Now, what were you saying about potential uh, product for new teams? Okay, I think I've, I've, I just had this thought. We have one team right now in L.A., and then we have two teams, one in Shanghai and one in Seoul. Those are the only teams outside of the U.S. So I think we'll actually see American expansion until they build out of the country. I think we'll see more European teams, maybe maybe a Japanese team or something come on. Mm. And then what I think eventually what you'll see is the American teams will play the Americans and the foreign teams will play the foreign teams. And then the playoffs, they'll all come together at like worlds. At, yeah. At worlds or are the grand finals. Hmm. Or at least that's what I would like to see. That would make it easier on, on teams not having to travel weekend and get across the Pacific. And it's a lot easier. I would, I, I mean, I don't know. I assume it's a lot easier to travel from like London to Shanghai versus well, California to Shanghai. It could wonder, not be, but I wonder if with like their home and away games for next season. I wonder if the foreign country countries like um, London and Shanghai and Seoul and everything, all their teams. I wonder if they like had a base here in the United States. Like you know, one state in L.A., one state regardless, you know, somewhere else. So all these teams don't have to fly in over back and forth. I know it's kind of selfish on my half to the players. But business-wise, I feel like that'd be the easiest because one plane fare is not going to be that bad, and then um, customs and immigration and stuff like that. Would be 
that much of a, a difficult thing because you would have to fly all these teams cross country and stuff. So I wonder if that's a potential that they're talking about or thinking about, or you know, or just say like what we're saying is, um, you know, have their home teams over there still. I, th- I think we'll have your home teams over there. You got to take it in consideration. It was it was a pretty penny to buy these teams in. Yeah. So money money as far as travel doesn't seem like it's going to be an issue, especially if maybe your own fly across the ocean, um, once or twice a once or so a stage per right. team. That Although, because I mean, you'll have Shanghai will fly to Korea, Korea will fly to Shanghai. They'll both have to fly across, and they'll both have to fly back. I mean, it, I, I think maybe once or twice a stage you'll have to fly out of country. That's not really a big deal. Yeah, no, the big, if it'd be that much. That's not too bad. I didn't yeah. think. I didn't put it in that like in the stage form. Yeah, if you and and um, you also you've got six teams that are going to be traveling. I could see it being an issue if you've got like if Los Angeles, like the Valiant and Seoul, played each other three or four weeks in a row so they're constantly flying back and forth but that's not going to happen so right i don't think bill but that's what i do expect to see i expect to see maybe like a german team germany jump in in france Mm. over in europe i think that as it gets bigger and then maybe you see another another korean korea overall is a big market for any esport yeah it's been like that for several years now and then maybe japan i don't know how much of Japan is into esports, so but I, that's that. It just hit me that I don't think we'll actually see any unless they do another major and they add like you know twelve more teams next year in the next couple of years. I don't think we'll see any more teams in the states. I think yeah. we'll see them abroad. As much as I'd then, love to have one in Nashville, yeah, it just makes more sense. It makes more sense to have a bunch of teams in Europe and Asia that can play each other, and then this United States play each other, and then have a world's. Right. To me, to me, it does. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But um, I think that's going to wrap it up unless you have anything else to add. No, that's it. Uh, make sure you're subscribing. Subscribing yep. and sharing. Yep, subscribing, share, um, review us on, on iTunes, uh, and five Google stars. Play hopefully. And Google Play, hopefully. This is uploaded. <laughs> um, five stars are nothing. If you, if Mama always said, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it. That's so, right. Five stars are, are, are no review, please. <laughs> and um, also remember the match to watch out. London and Seoul, Thursday at 8 p.m. Be there, be square. I'll probably be live um, along with maybe Tyler will probably just like some of my tweets. I never say I'm really tweet about Overwatch. I tweet occasionally. I'm uh, it, Like if I'm actually sitting down like watching it like on the big screen, I'll tweet out about it. Half the time, like if I'm watching it on my phone, it's kind of hard to do both. Yeah, that makes sense. I understand. But, all right, that's got us done. Um, Remember to, like Tyler said, subscribe. Also check out our other podcasts. Um, We've got uh, Hero Cravings. They do, I I noticed last week y'all split it up. I guess that's permanent. You're going to have, what, DC Universe and Arrow Universe? It's DC, so it's Arrowverse, which is like your your Supergirl, Flash, Legends, uh, Arrow. It's basically those four shows. And to bring Black Lightning into the Arrowverse, well, we all know they're going to. Um, so that's Arrowverse. And then you got Multiverse, which is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Gotham, Legion, Black Lightning. Uh, the Gifted was on there, but their their season just ended two weeks ago. And then the Cloak and Dagger 
which will be coming out on Freeform here in a couple of weeks, that will be on the multiverse as well. Yeah, I don't actually watch the shows, but I still listen to the podcast and I find it entertaining. It's almost you almost don't even have to watch the shows to get something out of the podcast. Yeah, you can dude. follow. Chris you has can, been on his game. Yeah, you can follow the show along um, just by listening to the podcast. It's a really well done podcast too. Both both uh, Tyler and Chris are real knowledgeable about the shows. Oh, thanks, man. So, um, also, check out. Make sure you go and check out their interview with. Was he is he just a writer for comic book or is he one of the editors? Uh, he's um, a writer, Charlie Ridgely. Okay, yeah, that was a real good episode too. It was really insightful, especially the part where he talked about how he got started. No, it's so. I had no idea about a lot of his stuff. And then we've we also reached out to Brandon Davis, who is a writer there. He interviews just about anybody and everybody in the industry, as far as uh, actors and producers and everything go. Yeah, um, we've we're talking we're in talks with him right now to set up an interview with him. Oh, that'll be cool. I look forward to hearing it. Also, we do a bi-weekly. Well, <laughs> bi-weekly, bi-monthly. I mean, Suppo- we're, we're shooting for bi-weekly. Um, our other host was in was in the hospital yeah. last week, so we couldn't record. So I guess we won't do a ma- so. Um, but it's just topic. It's just the Nerdwide podcast, and um, it's supposed to come out bi-weekly. Um, look for it not this coming Friday, but next Friday, as we'll be recording this mm-hmm. next weekend, and then. So- um, Follow us on Twitter. You can follow our site at Nerdwide. You can follow Tyler at Ty underscore Haynes. Did I get that right? Yeah. Okay, and then you can follow me at, at Justin C. Taylor 92. Um, all right. Well, thanks, guys.